Excuse you gentlemen. Who do you think you're talking to like that? Is it my fault that your jealousy has clouded your judgment? What called you here must be looking out for your breakup because if I were in Mimi's shoes right now, I would straight away break up with your dump ass. I told him angrily. Come on Ella, let's go. You're still drunk and I won't let you be him before I take you home. She said and laughed nervously. She started dragging me out of the club without looking at Joe and you could see a sign of confusion all over his face. Mimi where are you going? I'm still talking to you. He said commandingly but Mimi ignored him. Well I didn't have any problem answering him because, he had stepped on my toes that night and I wanted to get back at him so bad that I wanted to say things that would make him mad the more. Where do you think we're going? We're going to a different club. I said loudly with my head thrown aback trying to look at Joe. No Ella we're going to your house. Mimi whispered amidst laughter. No? O.W.H. So what do you think I should say now? I asked whispering and we both laughed secretly. Well even though we're going to my house, my parents are out of town so we can party. I lied. I'm coming with. He said and started walking towards us. You must be crazy. I said almost inaudible to him and Mimi laughed. He walked as fast as he could and we tried to do same. I didn't know Mimi had already called for a ride to take us home. We got out of the clubhouse and the car was already open so we hopped into it as quickly as we could and shut the door. Just as Joe was about to hold the door handle, the driver drove off and Joe almost fell. We both gave out a huge sigh and as if on cue, we looked at each other and burst into an uncontrollable laughter. I felt the vomit building up my chest and I knew it was my turn to throw up. I hurriedly opened the window, stuck my head through it and vomited while the car was still moving. Why are you stopping? Mimi asked the driver. She's not feeling all right so I thought maybe she would want to get down and vomit. He said. Oh no I'm good. I just need water, do you have? I asked him. Yeah sure. He gave me a sealed bottle of water and I thanked him. I was even too weak to tear the seal so Mimi had to help. I washed my mouth and poured it out as I was standing outside the car by then. I took a while to move from there back into the car. When my drunkenness left me, all the hurt I had tried so hard to get rid of, came flooding back to me. They came with a force so intense that I broke down in the car and Mimi was surprised at how I was suddenly crying. She didn't try to ask me any questions because she knew it would have been worse. She just let me cry on her shoulders till I was a little calm. What happened Ella? She asked softly. Grayson. I began. Oh my god, don't tell me he broke up with you. She asked. No, I broke up with him but he doesn't know. I told her still crying. If you broke up with him why then are you crying so much? She asked again. Before I could get the chance to answer, the car stopped. We looked outside and saw that we were at my house and I looked at Mimi. I had to get you home safely as you were drunk. She said without me asking the obvious question. Are you coming inside with me? It's late I can't let you go alone. I told her and she nodded. We paid the driver and stepped into the house. I looked at the wall clock and it was a quarter past three. We lost track of time and, and had gotten home so late but we were grateful no one was awake by then. We got into my room and we took turns in showering and climbed onto the bed. We laid down for some time until I finally said something. Keisha is pregnant with Grayson's baby. I said and broke down again. Did he say it was his? Mimi asked as if she didn't think it was his. 
He says he's not sure it is. I said and sat up. How long has this girl been pregnant? She asked not wanting to mention her name. I told her and she made some weird calculations and gasped when she was done calculating. He slept with her while you were together she finally solved the puzzle and I only nodded to her question. Why would he do that? I mean we all liked him for you and seriously I didn't think he was capable of pulling that stunt on you. Mimi confessed. Me neither. I mean he was so good to be true anyway. I tried faking some calmness so I laid back on the bed but my eyes teared up. I tried so much not to cry but my tears wouldn't hold back. I cried so much that Mimi didn't sleep either. She stayed up trying to console me and although it didn't really do much, it made me feel okay that someone was there to listen to me. We will get to the bottom of this Ella. They slept together yes, but that doesn't guarantee that the pregnancy is Grayson's. Mimi finally broke the silence. Yeah but until then, I don't want to have anything doing with him. I said and sniffed. I was finally getting a hold of myself as my eyes began to hurt which indicated that I was feeling sleepy. I said goodnight to Mimi and thanked her for being there for me. Thank you for being here for me. You're not sleepy? I asked her. I am but I wanted you to sleep first. So I think we can sleep now? She said and we slept. To help me get over my hurt, Mimi came to spend some days at my house but my mom didn't know the main reason she was there. They all thought it was because Mimi's parents had left town. Although that was a reason too but we were actually doing each other favors. Mimi was ignoring Joe and I was trying to get over Grayson. There was no doubt that I still loved him as though nothing had even happened between us. Hello? I heard a familiar voice when I picked the call. Joe? You've got some nerve calling my phone. I said in an angry tone. Look I'm sorry about the other night okay, I wasn't thinking straight. I'm sorry please. He apologized. You better be. What do you want? I asked harshly. I've been trying to reach Mimi but she's been ignoring my calls. Can I speak to her? He asked as if he knew she was at my house. First of all, it serves you right that you're being ignored because next time you'll know how to act right. I said to him. Secondly, she's not at my house so beat it. I was about to hang up when he talked. Ella please wait. He said in a rush and I put the phone back to my ear. Gentlemen you better speak fast because I got no time to spare. I told him. I know she's there please let me talk to her. I promise I'm going to make it up to the both of you I swear please. He begged. Okay fine. I'll ask her if she wants to see you. I told him calmly but still irritated at the fact that he spoke to me that way. No no please. Don't let her know about this because I'm a hundred percent positive that she wouldn't want to see me. He replied. Okay then why bother? I asked him. I just need her back Ella. I want to apologize to her and do right by her. He said softly. Humph. I shrugged. You better not forget my apology too. I said and he laughed. I didn't tell Mimi about the call I had with Joe but I was expecting her to be happy to see him. Around 4 p.m. that day, a car pulled up on my compound and I knew it was Joe. I went out to meet him while Mimi stayed at the hall watching TV. We entered the room and Mimi had still not seen him. Why did you go out? She asked and turned to look at me. Her mouth dropped open when she turned and saw Joe walking behind me. Ella what's the meaning of this? She asked angrily but I kept quiet. What are you doing here? How did you even find me? 
She turned her anger towards Joe, and I was happy and I had to leave them alone ASAP. Erm, sorry to interrupt but I need to get something from the kitchen I said and stormed off immediately trying to avoid any question. The fact that she was mad at him didn't mean that I had to make things so awkward that I would stand there and listen to their conversation. They needed their privacy to sort things out and in case they also had a makeup session coming. I chose the kitchen because I wanted to eavesdrop and know how things went but their voices were so low that I couldn't hear a thing. For someone who was really angry with her boyfriend, Mimi seemed too quiet so I decided to go and check on her and you wouldn't believe what I saw. Oh so it doesn't take 5 minutes for you to forgive after all huh? I said when I saw that Mimi was resting in the bosom of her beloved. They both smiled like two kids who were now discovering love. Joe told me how grateful he was that I allowed him to see Mimi and I made sure he knew it wasn't free of charge. So where's the thing you wanted to get from the kitchen? Mimi asked as she say upright. You uh, what did I say I was going to get? Oh yeah that thing. Well I, I didn't find it so I forgot about it. I stammered. Well I'm not the topic here and I'm hungry. Joe did you bring the thing? I asked trying to divert the issue and they laughed. Yeah you made sure of it. Joe said and Mimi looked confused. Wait a minute, what thing are you guys talking about? Mimi asked with a confused look. A nothing special, just pizza. I replied with open arms. Joe chuckled and went outside and brought the pizza from his car. It was meat lovers and I was glad Joe came to apologize, well not because Mimi was now happy but because I got my favorite pizza. What? Don't blame me for my love for pizza. Also before you judge me, I was very happy for her. We all watched movies and I shared my food with them like a good friend would. Oh god it's already 8pm and my family is not back yet. I said as I realized how late it was. Oh shoot, I have to get going. Tonight is a family game night and I might be late for it. Joe said as he stood up. Mimi stood up too and hugged him like she didn't want him to leave. They kissed for a while and had forgotten that I existed too and that made me uncomfortable. Cough cough. I fake cough to break their romantic scene. Oh sorry Ella. See you guys soon he said. Love you babe he mouthed to Mimi and she smiled. Mimi was clearly lost in her own thoughts after Joe left and I assumed she was very happy about the unexpected visit. I left her to wander in her thoughts as she turned in the couch and placed her head on my laps. We continued with our movie and had a small chat and retired to bed around 10 p.m. that night. Knock knock knock. I looked at my clock as the loud knocks on the door had woken me up and it was 6 a.m. Is it not too early for someone to be here? And why does nobody ever attend to the door when there's a knock? I asked with frustration when the door was obviously waiting for me. I looked beside me and Mimi was sleeping like a log and I couldn't help but wonder how she wasn't awoken by the knocks too. I wore my bedroom slippers and put on my morning coat and made for the door. It was as if the person knew someone was coming to open the door because they had stopped knocking. I opened the door while yawning and the person my eyes saw made me quickly close my mouth and shut the door too out of shock. What the hell is he even doing here? I asked with my heart beating so fast and my body feeling numb already.